0: founder of drpierre.com as well as the CEO of Pierre Medical Consulting, helping you empower yourself for better health with the number one podcast for patient advocacy, affirmation and education. This week, we are going to be talking about monkeypox. Yes, indeed. Um, this is another virus uh, that has a many... Uh, level of concern right now right like according to the world health organization it is currently considered a moderate risk uh, from a public health perspective so let's talk about monkey pox let's talk about why it's getting a lot of news coverage and fanfare at this exact moment and what you should do to try to prevent yourself from getting uh, this virus like always remember to subscribe to the podcast leave us a five-star review and tell a friend, you know what? Tell five friends about this week's episode. And this week we are going to be talking about monkeypox. Now, you know, probably several weeks ago, if I would have said the term monkey pox, it probably would have went right over many of you guys' head And I'll be honest, even I had to go and you know do some refresher course because I remember going over the term. I remember seeing the term on a test uh, at one point in my medical school and uh, medical school training, but it was definitely not something that was fresh to my mind, uh, but definitely within the past few weeks. And we're going to talk about why uh, it has been an important topic of discussion, right? So what I want to do, I want to first start out, first of all, shout out to everyone who is very concerned about just kind of diseases that are Popping up, right? I think what COVID has done is that it's really made us, for a lot of people, right? It's kind of made us more trained to when we hear about these outbreaks and this virus over here and that virus over there. And honestly, I think for some people, it may be almost like a little PTSD because they, they, they probably ignored when the rumblings of the coronavirus, the COVID nineteen, was first being discussed because they figured, ah just one of those diseases, like nothing to worry about. And then, you know, a couple of months later and a few lockdowns and, you know, essentially a whole way of life being changed. Now they are crystal clear that they want to be ahead of the game than behind, right? So, again, first of all, I shout out to you guys. Because like I said, this was definitely a requested topic. I mean, I, I, it's so funny. Like I do, I do these episodes, right? And Typically, you know, I kind of go with the flow as far as what's going on. Um, with you know, within kind of the health community or with important topics that like I feel like I haven't touched on in a while. Uh, but I knew this was something I needed to talk about because I got multiple people either DM me or asking me, hit me up in my messages, like, hey, have you talked about monkeypox yet? Like, when are you talking about monkeypox? What's going on with this monkeypox? Is this something I need to worry about? Right. So, shout out to you guys for being uh fully aware of what's going on ac- around the world, right? Because that's as important. But especially for the fact that it's really at our front doorstep, especially if you're in the state of Florida and a couple other states here in this uh, um, United States, which we'll talk about later today, right? So what are we talking about today, right? Again, we're going to be talking about monkeypox and why is everyone talking about it as we speak? Just kind of run some numbers. As we speak, at the time of this recording, we have about 257 cases that are confirmed and about 127, 120 cases that are suspected. Now, And I want to kind of put an asterisk on that. When I talk about these 257 cases confirmed, 120 that were suspected, they are suspected outside of their endemic state. And obviously, especially with COVID, we have become very used to the word pandemic, right? Like we understand what pandemic means in terms of just kind of worldwide spread. So when you hear that a disease is endemic to an area, it means that like, yeah, it usually affects either, you know, a certain people or a certain location, but it usually doesn't affect all of these other locations. So when I mentioned this 257 uh, confirmed, 120 suspected, those are just the cases that are outside of that bubble. And I think that's what kind of raised the alarms because when it's happening in an area where it typically happens, you know, it doesn't really make the news. Got to be fortunate, you know, it's got to be real. It doesn't really make the news. But when it starts popping up in places that, quote unquote, shouldn't be popping up in. And you know it's probably a bad choice to wear, especially when we think about some of the, the rash uh, pitch, especially if you Google uh, monkeypox, I don't suggest you do, right? But if you Google it and you look at the Google images, you'll see what I mean, right? As far as kind of popping up. So as far as an endemic area that it is, um, in the normal typical area that it typically is found, uh, as we speak, since mid-December, they have uh, confirmed 1,365 cases of about 69 deaths, usually those deaths becoming uh, in the population group that are younger age or immunocompromised. In the United States, we have about 14 total cases here, Um, and I just want to kind of, let me just run the states uh, that you can find your um, monkeypox in. All right, so for those who are watching this on Medicine Mondays, again, I apologize to my my podcast listeners, but you should definitely be checking out uh, the YouTube channel as well. So the states here in the United States that uh, already have confirmed cases, California, Colorado, um, Florida, Massachusetts, New York, Utah, Virginia, and Washington, right? So that makes about 14 total cases um, here uh, in the United States. So, again, this is why the alarms and, you know, the news is starting to kind of ring, right? Because, again, when there's about 1,300 cases in that area of Africa where it typically occurs, really no one bats an eye. It's kind you know, it's like yesterday's news. Uh, But the fact that it is popping up in places that it typically does not pop up in, this is when the concern happens, right? And this is when I kind of mentioned where I think a lot of times like what you're saying now is that because people are, are definitely aware of the effects that COVID has done to the world, they don't even, they're they anything, any virus, any bacteria, anything that pops up in a place that it shouldn't pop up is going to start ringing the alarm, right? And the World Health Organization currently classifies this uh, outbreak as moderate risk meaning like yes this is not something that we should ignore this is something that definitely causes a concern now again and we'll talk a little bit later about kind of the severity of monkeypox and you know what you should do to try to prevent yourself we're going to talk about that sorry to break your concentration i know you were probably knee deep into today's episode but do not forget check out our lunch and learn community store com. Remember to use the code EMPOWER10 and make sure you are leaving us a five-star review, especially on Apple Podcasts and Spotify. Thank you. Now back to your regularly scheduled podcast. But at least you know that the World Health Organization is like, yeah, this isn't something that you should just, you know, brush to the side, right? Like, Remember, again, and I hate to bring it back, but early, early in Uh, the COVID-19 era, there was a lot of kind of brushing to the side of the effects of COVID-19, like, oh, it's just going to be like the flu, nothing for us to worry about. And obviously, when we fast forward two and a half months later, we see that that was clearly not the case, right, in terms of severity and concern, right? So again, now, let me, before I, I don't want to be scared and start running off thinking that this is the next COVID. It's likely not, and we're, we'll talk about the severity of monkeypox and whatnot, but it's I don't think, hopefully cross my fingers, that we're going to have to worry about any lockdowns due to monkeypox, but it is something you should be concerned about. So let's talk about what is monkeypox and just kind of give a nice little, you know, d- definite breakdown for you guys so you can understand. So monkeypox is a noted rare viral disease. It was actually first diagnosed here um in 1958 worldwide in the united states actually diagnosed in 1970 and it's actually in the same family as smallpox now for a lot of people especially you know younger of age right smallpox is not a disease you really think about because of vaccination because of you know practices like washing your hands is essentially got eradicated to the point where Even, you know, vaccinations isn't something that everyone gets because uh, we've done such a great job at stopping the spread. It kind of died out. So when we talk about monkeypox, it is in the same family as the smallpox. Now, again, again, we're not I don't want you to run off and thinking like monkeypox, smallpox, same thing. It is not right. This is the severity of the monkeypox is not Um, in that same weight class as the severity of maybe smallpox was. And again, remember, we wiped out smallpox by doing some, you know, universal precautions, washing our hands, doing some simple things, wearing a mask, which I know, again, sounds kind of crazy, especially at this time here, but we did simple things to kind of get rid of it. Uh, Signs and symptoms, because this is what I know what people want to know, like, how do I know if I'm dealing with monkeypox? Because what invariably happens with a lot of people, whenever there is a new disease out there... If they get a cold, a flu, if, if they just get ill, they automatically think like, oh, I think I have that disease, right? So let's, let's think about this. So uh, signs and symptoms for monkeypox include fever, headaches, muscle aches, exhaustion, lymphedema, that's when your lymph nodes swell, and a significant rash that actually kind of goes through a five-stage process. Now, the incubation period is about seven to 14 days. So what does that mean? That means that about a week or two weeks, you can actually have monkeypox and not develop any symptoms. But once you do develop these symptoms, whether it be fever, whether it be the chills, whether it be the exhaustion, everything else, then um, you start, the, these symptoms kind of pop up pretty quick. This is about 72 hours. Um, and they typically last for about two to four weeks. So again, just some key differences, especially for those who are thinking, especially if you've dealt with the pandemic, like when you had monkey po- when you had the COVID-19, you knew that you got sick, right? But you may not get sick for, again, like seven to 14 days, right? So kind of that same ilk. Um, but if you had COVID-19, we know that you could get sick with COVID-19 and how long it gets you sick varies, right? There are some people, um, and we, we've we talked about this on previous episode where we talk about long COVID. There's some people who got COVID last year, still dealing with the effects of COVID like right now, right? And so here with monkeypox, Yes, it causes some symptoms. Yes, it hits you quickly. Uh, but typically, these symptoms kind of, you know, dissipate uh, at least within a month, right? But still, it sucks, right, to be sick for like two to four weeks uh, before kind of getting over um, your illness, right? And more importantly, how is this spread, right? Because that's what we want to know. Just like the COVID-19 in that family, we know that the initial spread is from an infected animal to a human. Now, again, we you know there's been studies that show could it be monkeys, could it be rodents? They're not. They're not really sure which infected animal is the primary source of this. Uh, but they know that it typically comes from an infected animal, and they get transferred over to a human. And then in that case, when we're thinking about human to human transfer, how is it that someone could give me monkeypox? Right, because that's what you—that's what people are going to be concerned about. How can I get monkeypox from someone else? So uh, bodily fluids is one thing. Touch is another thing, right? So if you come into contact and you come into contact with someone's rash, someone's sore, something in that regards, um, you can get it from that way. And obviously the most important thing, right? Respiratory droplets, right? Again, you have heard the same story before. So if you are in these uh, close-knit rooms uh, where air circulation isn't great there's um, a the possibility that like I could have monkeypox, and then just me talking, me yelling, me laughing, me screaming. Right. Maybe if I'm at a sporting event or something. Right. I can pass it on uh, to someone else. Right. So definitely something uh, to think about. Right. Again, we're not here to get, you know, me. I'm not here to scare you. I'm not here to like have you running for the hills, but we're here to educate. Right. So you guys are fully aware of everything that's going on. Right. And typically it is diagnosed with um, like specialized lab testing. Um in, in that regard. So typically, you know, you need to go to the lab, they either swab or you know, take a blood sample, and then based on lab results, they can tell you, yep, you got a monkeypox, right? So when, when I kind of mention that the 120 people have suspected cases, they're saying, like, yep, you kind of fit every pattern of you know a suspected case of monkeypox, but we don't necessarily have the testing back yet, right? So how do I treat this? Because again, probably the most important question. How do I like prevent myself from getting it? But if I happen to get it, how do I treat it? Supportive care, right? We do not have medications. We do not have things on the horizon, especially because this, again, this isn't, again, we caught, I talked about this on, um, which episode I think that episode. oh, the, the episode where I kind of discussed like how it was a perfect storm for COVID-19 and the COVID vaccine, right? you're not going to see companies, you know, spend millions and billions of dollars to try to develop a vaccine for monkeypox, right? For a few different reasons, right? Just so we can break it down. If you didn't catch the episode, I will put it in the show notes. One of the reasons is that because it's an endemic, right? So it only affects a small area and the fact that, yes, it affects a small area, but it's not super deadly. Like the percentage Kind of ranges between 1 to 10 percent, 3 to 6 percent, depending on which sources you read. I was on CDC and a couple other sites. Uh, World Health Organization was like 3 to 7 percent. CDC was like 1 to 11. So it definitely varies. Um, And, you know, that's probably because reporting and everything else you're not necessarily going to see. A vaccine that primarily is for the monkeypox. Now, obviously, we have the smallpox vaccine available, and because it's in the same family, um, there's likely some ability to have efficacy against it. But you know, you can't just run to your doctor right now and ask for a smallpox vaccine, right? Like you actually got to get it from the CDC health department. Like it actually takes uh, you know some work on a you know national scale to be just handing out smallpox vaccines. And even if that were the case, um, you'd have to be in the high risk category to even be thinking about that. So I think the most important thing, right, is what can we do to avoid coming into contact or transmitting it or getting it transmitted to yourself. So obviously this sounds simple, avoid contact with animals who may have, you know, suspected, uh, cases of this, um, um travel is a big thing you know i know we all talk about like how we got to get out the house how we got to get on flights how we got to just leave um probably want to avoid you know flying to you know certain areas where it's endemic in nature uh but as i said as at the time of this recording we have about 14 cases here in the united states i fully expect that number uh to go higher right because if they got and again you, you saw the states that i mentioned california and you know Florida, like it's, it's, it's around Utah, like who's in Utah, right? Like, shout out to the people in Utah, but like the fact that it's already spread out here, right? So it's really just a matter of time before more and more cases pop up in different states, right? So it's already here, you know, we've been traveling, we've been, you know, going around people without a mask and everything else. Um, Obviously again, separating infected patients, but remember um, you had the incubation period incubation about seven to 14 days, right? So you got about two weeks where you could have this thing brewing, have this thing brewing and you know, incubation period means you could also spread it as well. Have this thing brewing, spread it to other people before you even realize it. Wash hands with soap and water again this effectively killed smallpox because back then people didn't just wash their hands. Like that wasn't a common thing, especially with soap and water. People didn't wear masks, wasn't a common thing. Right. And once we say like, Hey, you know, if you wash your hands, you know, if you, you know, just wear a mask, you know, your these infectious rates were reduced. And then we saw it plummet to the point where it essentially was eradicated, um, you know, outside of, you know, certain areas that really still didn't practice those uh, universal hygiene, um, and again, I i, I kind of, you know, briefly mentioned it. Right, wear proper equipment. If you're at the point now, and again, like I said, it sounds, you know, this—I know you guys are probably like, this guy is always trying to figure out a way to get us to wear these masks again. I'm not—that's not me, right? Like, if I again, I say, choice is everything, right? We we talk about freedom of choice a lot. Uh, on, uh, you know, by by either Medicine Mondays, Real Physician Reacts, podcast, wherever. Uh, we talk about freedom of choice, but just remember that it does not absolve you from any consequences because of your choice, right? So if you make the choice, I'm going to go on these planes, I'm going to travel to these areas um, without a mask, without washing my hands, without doing those things there. And I know a lot of people may be thinking like, why does he keep mentioning washing hands? You will be surprised the amount of people who don't really wash their hands that well. Right, like this is unfortunately a common thing that a lot of y'all aren't really washing your hands as much as you should be washing your hands. You guys aren't uni- using your hand sanitizer like you should be using your hand sanitizer. It's the reason why. Um once you guys were forced to do that, flu cases dropped uh you know, to the, the basement, right? Because the simple things that we said, hey, you know, flu season's out. If you wear a mask, if you cover up, you wash your hands, you'll be fine. No one, no one listened, right? Because they didn't believe, right? So flu cases just always continue to rise. But once you were forced to wear a mask, once you were forced to have, you know, uh, essentially a hand sanitizer session, uh, section everywhere you go, all of a sudden the flu number has dropped. So that's that's you know that just it just is what it is, right? Like that's just a level, of, um, you know, you know, protection uh, for yourself, right? Now again, just my conclusion, because I know I know this is what you guys are waiting for. what is my conclusion? I do feel that if you are, again, if you are, having, if you are having PTSD from, you know, COVID-19 and you're wondering, like, is this monkeypox um, going to be the next COVID-19? I would say no, at least for now, right? I'm, hope, I'm hoping that I'm right, right? Because I don't want to be wrong um, because I know that what would have to occur for the monkeypox, to be like COVID-19, right? Just some certain thing that would need to occur. Uh, one, um, you know, our most, you know, you know immunocompromised, our weaker populations uh, would have to be infected with this virus at such a significant rate, um, you know, that we'd have an increased number of deaths, right? As well as you'd have to see some shift in the way this virus has behaved in the past, where all of a sudden, instead of just having, you know, two to four weeks of just feeling malaise and tired with the rashes, all of a sudden, you know, you're having respiratory distress, cardiac related stress, going to the hospital, like uh, it would, you'd have to have significant changes in just the way this virus typically acts, right? So I do not think that this is going to be our next COVID-19 and we're going to be on lockdown soon. But I do think, again, Again, we, we shouldn't brush this off, right? Like, again, if the CDC, and I, I always mention this because it happens every time, if the CDC says, hey, Restaurant X, right, has uh, an increased number of cases of E. coli, don't eat the salad from there. You guys are not eating the salad from Restaurant X, right? It just is what it is. But for some reason, when the same organization, CDC says, hey, You know what? You got this virus out here. I would be worried about it. I'd be concerned about it. You got this virus out here. Like, I'd wear your mask. I'd wash your hands. Um, You guys are like, "Ah, I don't trust the CDC. I don't trust the government. Right. Like, you can't have it both ways. Right. If you don't trust the government, then you should eat that salad that has an increased risk of E. coli. If you do trust the government, uh, then, you know, when we say wash your hands, wear your mask. Um, you should do that, right? Especially if you're high risk, right? Who is our high risk? This is our younger population. This is our older population. This is our population has um, immunocompromising related diseases or on, uh, you know, medications that cause them to be immunocompromised. So there's, you know, different subset of populations um, that could be affected uh, in a lot more and more significant severity than our quote unquote healthy healthier. A population, right? That's just something that I want us to avoid um, from here on out, right? Because that just is what it is, right? So again, um, first of all, shout out to everyone who uh, requested uh, we talk about the monkeypox, right? Again, like I said, it was it was something I asked. I was like, oh, y'all want to talk about it? Like I, I asked a question and y'all definitely said like, yes, uh, talk about it, please. So here we are. I'm your truly Dr. Barry Pierre. I'm going to see you guys next week. Thank you for getting to the end of the episode. I am yours truly, Dr. Barry Pierre, favorite board certified internist. Like always, remember to subscribe to the podcast, leave us a five-star review, and more importantly, share this to at least two of the five of your friends and family members that you know that could be empowered with the words that you heard today. Again, so appreciative of all you guys' support. See you guys next week.